Yo, yo, it's your boy Travo. Good morning, good morning. It's still Travo, not Travo. Make sure you guys get that right. And today is a special day, man. Today, we all woke up today. We're all feeling blessed. I hope you all are, because I certainly am. I even got a special guest with me. I got my man James Nelson in the background. Say what's up, James. How y'all doing? How's everybody doing? Good morning, good morning. It's James Nelson here. Good morning, good morning, man. Thank you for being on this podcast. I truly appreciate you joining us. And we're just going to get right into it, man. The topic I want to talk about is parenting. Now, this is a hard subject because a lot of people have children for the wrong reasons. I'm going to say that one more time. A lot of people have children for the wrong reasons. One of those reasons is for money. You know, around tax time, everybody get paid. Especially if you have kids. Especially if you have numerous amounts of kids. It's like all of a sudden, you just robbed the bank and you just got rich. That's what tax money feel like to a lot of parents who have a lot of kids. Now, James, I want to ask you a question. Do you think that these parents are spending that tax money on them kids? I mean... That's a loaded question, but I think that in itself, I think it's like a 50-50 in all honesty. I think half the time they do and half the time they don't. A lot of times people use that money just, you know, for their own self-gratification. People will go out and want to buy, you know, the, you know, rings or, you know, they want to buy shoes, you know, clothes, whatever else. Or they want to take trips with the money, you know what I'm saying? Or even just go out to have a good time. You know, they might go out, have a night out and blow over $1,000 on a night out. Yeah. And that's just one night where you could have used that money for something else more productive for the family or, you know, for your kids in general. Because the money, the reason you're getting that money is because you have the kids, because like the government knows like how taxing it is. I'll say that again, how taxing it is to have kids. Yeah, it is a very, very, very expensive route to have kids. Um, a lot of people have kids and they're not worried about money. That's a good thing. But you still have those parents, like my man James said, who will take that money and go on trips, buy jewelry. They will do so many non-productive things with that money. Now, I want to ask you a personal question. Is that okay? We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get a little bit dirty. When you get your tax money, what's the first thing you think about? <laughs> First thing I think about is my debt. I'm trying to get out of debt. <laughs> okay. Shoot, shoot. If you, hey, look, you, look. My whole, my whole like way of thinking is you can't, you can't ever save money if you owe money. You know what I'm saying? And that is one of the realest things I think I should like. I live by. So you can't sit here and say you got a savings or a emergency fund if you owe on a, like a whole bunch of people shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if you owe, you know. Uh, for your car, you know what I'm saying? You got a car note, now you got a personal loan, now you got, you know, whatever else, you know what I'm saying? Whatever else the kind of debt people are getting into these days, you know what I'm saying? That's what I try to not do. I try to make sure if I get any influx of money, I'm paying off whatever debt first, because then once that debt's paid off, guess what? I got all that money to spend towards whatever I want to now, rather than having that one-time gratifying thing. Now I got it for the longevity, you feel me? I feel you, I feel you on that. And I like that. So I met, um, I haven't met, I have some family members when I was young. She had about, I think she had six children, six of them. And every time tax season came, she would be more dressed than the kids. 
And when it was time for the kids mm. to go to school, they would be sharing clothes that the previous one wore. Now, and I not bring hand me downs. Yeah, not the hand me downs. Yes, the hand me downs. And I'm talking about these are like generations, generations old as hand me downs. You feel me? So I bring this up to say I know people who would literally take that money and just care for themselves. And they would feel like because the kids that she already feed them, she already raised them, that's their payment. Do you think that's fair for for a person to feel like that when it comes to tax season, when it comes to kids? Because me personally, that child didn't ask to be born. That child didn't ask right, to be put right. in this world. So the fact that you're giving them the, the bare minimum of the attention that they deserve, some parents feel like that is their reward. I, I really hate that, man. What do you think about that? Man, I think that that whole theory is just not right. Like, what's the point of having kids? When you go say you're having a kid, like, what's the point to have a kid, right? You, are you having them to have money? Because that's not why you would have a kid, because you're never going to make money having a kid. So what's the point in having a kid? Hmm. You know, that's the kind of question. I, I kind of want to rebuttal that back to you. Like, what's what's the point in having a kid? Is it because you want that, that you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it because, you know, you want that, like, uh, that leisure Dang, of, man, of, of having stuff. money? No, 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 it's not that. It's, uh, you want that, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? What's that? Like, the generational, like, pass down, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want you want to keep your uh, family heritage or whatever going, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you want to have kids for that reason, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you're the last one that can carry your family name or something like that. So you want to have kids for that reason or something like that, you know what I mean? Okay. Well, like, you got to think of, like, why people even want to have kids. Me, my personal reason for having kids is because I wanted to treat my kids differently than I got raised. Not saying that I was raised bad or anything like that, but times have changed, you know what I'm saying? We're in a new era of how to parent, you know what I'm saying? I think parenting is an ever-evolving game because humans as ourselves are always evolving. Yes. So I feel like if we don't evolve our parenting styles the way we evolve, then we'll get left in the past. And then we already know what they say about history. If you don't learn from the past, it's always bound to repeat itself. Facts. So. That's why I'm trying not to repeat the same cycles and I'm trying to learn from, you know, history or what your parents did and then take that and move forward. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that, man. Now, uh, like you, I'm going to go back to what you said. Now, you said that you wasn't raised or anything bad, but what are some of the things that you would change for your child that you dealt with in your childhood? Oh, man, I just think, like, not listening to your kids, man. Like, it, it was, when I grew up, it was more so, you know, your parents always had, you know, their saying, whatever they said was the final say, you know what I'm saying? They could, you never had a voice. You were never able to speak up and voice anything, you know what I'm saying? I would just encourage parents nowadays to listen to their kids, you know what I'm saying? Let your kids be open with you and have that line of communication. A lot of parents get mad because their kids stop talking to them or don't want to talk to them. But yet, how could you want somebody to talk to you? You've been telling a little Billy to keep going in his room and play by himself or every time he try to come around you tell him to be quiet you know so how are you gonna want him to talk to you when things are serious if you never give him the time of day when things aren't serious facts facts hmm. okay okay i like that one of the things that i would change in my my well for my child because he's only what uh 19 months like you said you know a lot of the parents would tell me like be quiet or my my childhood, my parents just wasn't as accurate in my life when it comes to schoolwork or just growing up. Like, they wasn't really guiding me in life 
So what I would do different for my child, I would certainly try to enhance the communication that me and him have compared to what me and my parents have. Now, tell me something that you are extremely grateful for that your parents have done to you because you, you're still using that life lesson for today's world. Uh, I would have to say it'd be the discipline on all honesty. You know what I'm saying? My parents never let me get away with anything. They always, they always had their foot in my ass, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> so, you remember when you got so your like, first whooping? Boy, man. I, I don't know if I remember the very first one, man, but I could remember very distinct ones where it's just like, damn, I, I really got my ass beat right now. Like, <laughs> and, it, and it got so bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? At a certain point, I started to learn, though. So I really didn't get whoopings. As, you know, I got through, like, more so I think, like, late elementary school is probably last time I got a whooping. And then middle school on, I probably didn't get whoopings anymore. But my mom would be surely quick to slap the shit out of me if I started talking wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, she still wasn't having it. So that was <laughs> regardless it. of the fact, you know, so, yeah, they're going to let you have it regardless. Of it. And, you know, what? I've always kind of had, like, a fear of, like, my dad. For whatever reason, I never knew why I was always, like, kind of timid of this dude. But... You know what I'm saying? Then I grew up and finally, you know, started talking to him. We started asking him about what he did in life, stuff like that. And come to find out he was a military training instructor. So you can only imagine, you know what I'm saying, as a little kid getting yelled at by a drill sergeant and you just sitting there trembling like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> Damn, he you know like I mean? that every so, day. He like that at work. So you getting him at work at home. Right. So I'm just like, man, it, it it was a whole different experience. But you know what? Then as I got older, you know what? I kind of I just I really just appreciate my parents for what they did in parenting. You know what I'm saying? My parents had me late. My parents are both almost 40 when they had me. So I didn't get to really grow up with my parents. The, the generational gap is really big between me and my parents to where, you know, what I'm saying? I really don't have a lot in common with them. But I still, you know, take time to go out my way to you know call them, stuff like that, because I still want to keep that connection with them. Do you have any siblings, James? I do, I do. I have uh, three siblings. Uh, I don't have any full brothers and sisters, <laughs> surprisingly. Um, so uh, on, my, on my mom's side, we got, uh, I have uh, a sister and a brother. Um, we, we all got the same mom. We all have different dads, though. But it, and it's not like my mom was just out there doing nothing crazy like that. <laughs> you know, my brother's dad. My brother's dad ended up passing away. She was actually married to my sister's dad. They ended up getting divorced. And then, my, you know, she met my dad later along the way. And, you know, that's why I was, such, I was born so late. And then I got also on my dad's side. My dad was previously married before me. He met my mom as well. And he had a daughter uh, with, with that lady. So I have another sister on that side. So I got two sisters and a brother. Okay. So, are, you, are you the youngest? I am. I am. He's the baby. Oh, man. You the baby? <coughs> yes, sir. And how many, how many kids do you have? Uh, I got two and one on the way, man. Two and one on the way. Little one will be here next month. Next month. Oh, man. Congratulations, big dog. Congratulations. Congratulations. See, guys, thank this. You, thank you. I've known James for a while now. And let me let me tell y'all something, man. He is one of a kind. He is that one in a million type of parent, man. The way he talks to his children and guide them, man, to see it firsthand is just freaking flabbergasting man he has the patience of a freaking turtle i can guarantee that man and i fucking <laughs> admire that i really do so kudos to you james man i really salute you man i'm proud of the fucking person that you are you are an amazing freaking parent and you are an extremely extremely amazing individual i know your kids are lucky to have you man now oh man thank you very much thank you very much but it doesn't come lightly that i gotta you know what i'm saying it, it ain't just me that you know 
is it's not just me being me that makes this what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a dual effect. You know what I'm saying? My wife has a big part to play in this because you know what I'm saying we're talking about parenting now, right? Yeah. But with parenting, you know what I'm saying it's not just a male or a female in the situation. There's always two to make a child. You can't. We don't asexually reproduce, so it always takes two. And I would say the biggest thing of parenting is parents need to come together and, and agree on parenting styles because me and my wife are very different in our parenting styles. But since we come together and we start blending, I would say more so blending than, you know, trying to like take one over the other. We start blending these two parenting styles together because she came from a, a lot more of a passive, you know what I'm saying, parenting style to where, you know, we was getting whoopings and stuff all the time, which she was, that wasn't the case for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So trying to blend these two styles together is actually a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? Because now it's like you see the best of both worlds. We see what the flaws are in both parenting styles, and now we can, you know, put those together and blend it to make the, like, in my case, the perfect parenting style, but for everybody, that not, that might not be the case. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I want to change the gears a little bit. I want to talk about the single parents. Do you know a lot of okay. single parents? Uh, I don't say that I necessarily know a whole bunch of single parents, but I do know. So, okay. So my ex right now, uh, I have a daughter. So I have, I said, I have my three kids. I got one, my first daughter, she was born 2014. I was with my ex-wife. Um, and right now my ex is still a single mom. Now I pay her child support and I pay for, you know, half extra everything like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still doing my due diligence and all that in her life. But her being a single parent, like, yes, it is different. You know what I'm saying? It's different for her to parent my daughter when I'm not there or, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not physically there to help parent my daughter all the time. Right. So so I think it is a different dynamic. Of course, of course, it's more difficult than being uh, a, a full parent household. It is very more extremely difficult to be a single parent compared to having a two parent household. Would you agree on that? Oh, 100%, 100%. It's just you taking, and we talked about the tax money, right? And all that other, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you all the people bringing in. Yeah, two people bringing in the money. You know, that's two people to pay for this kid. Now, all of a sudden, now you got one. Maybe you get child support, maybe you don't. There's a lot of females out here that don't ever go get child support for whatever reason, especially in the black community, which is, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit upset, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many single moms in the black community because it's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, what are we doing, man? It, it really does raise an eyebrow because um, I grew up in a single-parent household after a while. My parents were never married. They were just together. And then eventually they split up, and it was just my mom raising me and my brother. And at first, you know, me growing up, I didn't, I couldn't imagine the things that she had to go through. One day I saw my mom when I was in freaking preschool or kindergarten i came I, I was at home and i was just chilling in the living room and i came in the kitchen and i just saw my mom crying crying on the table and i just gave her a hug and like it's gonna be okay i didn't even ask her what's wrong and it now that i'm just sitting here now talking to you about it, it's like it's dwelling on me that she was probably overwhelmed with everything that she had to deal with on her own nine times out of ten because i couldn't tell you the things that happened that day before we end up moving and we had to stay with somebody for a little while, but then we eventually end up getting another place. But just sitting back thinking about it, man, being a single parent isn't fucking easy. And I really want to take this time to salute and say congratulations to those single parents that are making it happen every day for their child. Whether it's one child, two children or three, I want to say thank you for being that parent that they deserve. 
Now, we're going to move forward a little bit more. We're going to go a, a little bit more in depth before we head out. James, here we go. This is my final big question that I want to ask you. Would you have more children if you can afford it? Oh, man. If I could afford it, I'd have... I, I, I don't know how many more I would have, in all honesty. But I think I would. Reason being, because I think that I'm breeding, and this might be very selfish. It might sound very cocky. I'm sorry. I don't know. This is with my own personal feelings. I'll speak to your man. Like I'm raising... I feel like I'm raising amazing human beings. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my kids are going to be absolutely amazing at everything they do. Anything they want to touch, anything they want to do, they're going to be able to succeed in because I, I want to speak it into existence. I want to always say that my kids are going to do whatever they want to do in life. They're going to be as great as they want to be because that's that's what I want to breed. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm a full advocate of you speak everything into existence. So that being said, I think that me speaking that into existence is going to be, you know, it's going to speak volumes to what's actually going to happen. It's going to come true. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about it. It's going to come true. So, And I can actually vouch for you, my brother, that you are certainly raising amazing children. I can certainly vouch for you. Guys, if you guys can see his kid... If you mind, if you imagine, I want to speak about... I want to speak, to, speak about my cousins, man. His daughter is the most beautiful, smart, talented individual I have ever seen. And how old is she, James? If, if that's okay, we can say her age. Uh, she just turned eight in uh, July. Yo, she just turned eight, y'all, and I swear, I met her when she was just an infant. And now she's like, she's telling me I owe her money. She's in gymnastics. She can do flips. She's extremely freaking smart. And again, the patience that I've seen from James Mann is one of a kind. And I know there's more parents out there like that. My man, Stefan, he is another one. Uh, you won't be able to hear him today, but he's another prime example of a good parent, man. And he's a single parent. Let me throw that out there. I don't want to put my man's business out there. He's a single father, and I promise you, he is standing and, on his business. And doing a great job. Let me tell you, that yeah. man is doing a, a great job. A great job, people. And I promise you, man, I promise you, that guy is freaking amazing when it comes to being a father, man. And he's a father to a daughter. That is a challenge. That's another thing. You know what? Before we go, let me throw that in there. Do you think it's easier to raise a a girl or a boy? Bro, why you keep giving me these loaded questions like that, man? That's that's hard. That's real hard cuz you don't I think I think I'll say it this way. I think it's equally as challenging. I just think you go through the difficulty at different times of their lives. Like with a girl, I think it's a lot easier up front, but then when a girl gets to, you know, them older years and I'm not there yet personally, but I feel like I'm probably gonna hit that point when she gets, you know, high school and this and that. She's gonna start thinking for, you know, more snow for herself and everything else. And it's just gonna, you know, what I'm saying we might lose some connection. I would hope not. You know, what I'm saying? I hope she's always a daddy's girl. And we can keep that connection. But at the same time, then with the boy, you know, what I'm saying like right now he's a big mama's boy, and it's not saying that we're we're not close. Me and my son are very very close. But you know, what I'm saying like I think over time it might get easier being with him because. I can, you know, show him more because I'm a, I'm a man, you know what I'm saying? I can show him how to be a man. I can't show my daughter how to be a, you know, a female, you know what I'm saying? I can't show her how to be a woman, you know? So I, I think that's where the challenge comes in. And that's where, you know, even with the Stefan's case, that's where he's going to challenge, be struggling, you know, struggling too right now. Yeah, he's doing a great job and everything. His daughter is also still young, but as he gets older, he can't teach her how to be a woman. Only a woman can teach a woman how to be a woman. So I think that's a challenge that, you know, we all face depending on what side of the spectrum you're on. Oh, okay. I agree. I agree, man. 
I freaking agree. Well, James, it's well, people. It seems like we're running out of time. James, I really want to say thank you for participating in Trayvo Radio. I like that name. I want to. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I just want to. Anything you want to say before we leave? I just want to say, man. Everybody have a blessed day out there, man. Um, make sure you guys speak positivity and, and you know light into your into your day. If you speak about it, it's gonna come true. Just think, just just know that you speak it into existence, it will happen. Just believe that. Y'all heard it first, man. You heard it first from James. And before I head out, I just want to add on to that, man. If you don't think nobody love y'all, man, I just want to say I love y'all. I love you all, man. And I appreciate you all. And we I respect love y'all. You. We love y'all. Y'all heard it first, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to Trayvo Radio, man. I'm out.